Normal. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Were you just being loud? I don't know. Are you harassed? Oh, kids, are you? I had to go upstairs and tell them to call it, to look behave, you know, to wipe past the bedtime football training ran over. Yeah. Then we can just come back and mess about and go up and sit down now. <laughs> I rang you a second ago and it answered. I just had a hug up. Yeah. That's the start. So I put, put it down and went upstairs and told them. I was like, Drove you mad. Just want to take them next time. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast with host Ant, that's me, and I'm here with Dave. Hi. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about a tiny NES console. And then Pokemon Go, because you can't escape it. <laughs> and then Stranger Things, the first four episodes. They're going to have a little chat about those. So if you haven't watched Stranger Things, switch off at that point. But yeah. But first, the mini uh, NES. So you should have announced it the new Nintendo console. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it? No. Oh, there you are. Oh, yeah. That was joke, wasn't it? When it? On Twitter and that, like... You know, all the uh, big publications were saying, oh, Nintendo have announced new console, so he was hitting the link, and it was like, the NES. <laughs> I won't do that joke, because it sounds like it's been done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, the new Nintendo console. It's a miniature NES, the first Nintendo home entertainment console. Fits in the palm of your hand, literally. Very, very tiny. Uh, comes preloaded with 30... Uh, 8-bit games from the from the NES era. How do you feel about this one, Dave? I think it's a good idea. I really do. I'm not, I don't know how much it's going for. I know, it it six, to... I know it was 60 American dollars, I think. I know. I've, I read 99 American dollars, what, £50 pounds here? Okay, £50. Pounds. This American dollars thing was just speculation when I read it. Mm. But uh, I, I did read there's going to be... You can't add games to it, which isn't a biggie, because I'm going to guess Nintendo put their own... Big, the biggest 30 titles on there. You know, probably give a Final Fantasy. Um, I think there's a Zelda available. Uh, yeah? Yes, there's Zelda 2, I think, is on there. Um, I'm going to guess there's got to be a Mario Brothers game. Mm, Super Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, because, I mean, what, one of my favourite games on the net, on the actual NES was... Because uh, I wasn't big on game then. I wasn't massive. It was probably Duck Hunt. Um, I think I had that was on there, but I can't see it on this list. No, it's not. But is it basically a USB that plugs into your TV to play this? I don't know, Dave. You asked me a tricky question then. <laughs> I've read somewhere that it's not going to come bundled with the charger, which is just a Nintendo. Charger. Yeah? You mean not the, the, the charger. So that's what I was thinking. So is it USB? You know, you can plug it into the TV and play it through the USB, but if you want to play it like through other the mains, you know, if yeah. you haven't got a USB. 
It says note. I don't that, know. It says note that an AC adapter for the USB cable uh, is required to play the system, but is not included in the package. So, uh, so, so does that mean you can't play? No, it just means the USB that goes into the wall. I mean, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, it's not standard, I suppose, but you can get USB plugs, can't you? Basically, like, if you've got, like, um, you know, like an Android device where you've got the USB plugs into that plug, you can do that. Yeah, like an iPhone um, yeah. plug or an uh, Amazon Kindle plug. Or, like I was saying, you can get USB sockets in your wall. You, yeah, that's you that's can, a thing yeah. now, yeah. It's not a big E because obviously a lot of people will have those nowadays, but at the same time, it is just it is kind of poor on Nintendo's part again to just expect that. Uh, yeah, it is a little bit. I mean, I don't know what it's extra cost to tuck it in there. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I, I can see why they've probably gone down that road, but at the same time, how much would it cost them to like make those plugs and put them in? They could add in like an extra dollar, an extra pound on it to cover the cost. It makes it messy though if you start charging fifty-one pounds. But I know well, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. They could just eat. We're going to make about twenty dollars on each system, so would it kill them to lose a dollar? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But I mean, a NES, a NES game on the Wii U, if you were to buy it or the Wii, what does that sell for now? Do you know? About three pound fifty, isn't it? Yeah. So these you're looking at one pound sixty per game if you pay fifty quid for this. Yeah. And you get the cutest little bit of retro gaming thing ever with this little NES. I do think a lot of people will buy these and just put them away, just not play them. Uh, yeah, see, I kind of want one, but I'm not. I'm not getting one, not in a million years, because I've bought. Well, I haven't bought, but I've acquired games on the Wii U, like when they were dirt, dirt cheap, like the old NES yeah. era stuff. I never ever play them. Yeah. Ever. I mean. You've got Balloon Fight, Castlevania 2, Double Dragon 2, Final Fantasy, Gradius, Kirby's Adventure, Metroid. There's lots and lots and lots of really good games. But they're really good if you're of a certain age and enjoyed them at the time. Yeah. I never had a NES. I was, um, we didn't, we kind of, I don't really know why. My friends had one. I, I went around and played theirs. First console I got was the SNES. And if they yeah. release a mini SNES, there's a good chance oh, yeah. I'll be all over that. I'll be all over that. Yeah. That will definitely happen. <laughs> but this, I don't know, it's just not... I love I love the fact that it's a little NES. That's the best thing about it. It's a yeah. little tiny yeah. NES. But if they released a NES Amiibo that did nothing, I'd get that more than mm. this. I'm just, the games just aren't enticing enough for me. Yeah, I think that's what it is with me as well. Like I think it's like the cutest and like best-looking little... System, like you know, like mini system ever made. Yeah, it's great. But um, I think to myself, would I play the games? And it now, how would the whole look? So I remember playing Double Dragon, and you're playing it now, and like, I just think, oh god, would certain things annoy me if they, if it was just basically the game straight ported into it? You know what I mean? Like terrible hit detection or frames. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking, and it totally would as well. Yeah, and I don't think I would. I honestly don't think I would just. I'd probably play a game for five minutes, get on the next one. I don't think I'd finish any games on it. No, totally. I, the only game I could see myself actually playing for any length of time would be Mario, Pac-Man and Punch-Out. Mm, and I've got Punch-Out on the Wii U anyway. Yeah, I've got Punch-Out on the Wii U as well. But I think it was just nice and it was like, you know, Mario Kart and 
the Super Mario collection, say the All Stars bundle, probably Street Fighter. I don't know if they could get like Street Fighter Two stuff like that. They could. They've got non Nintendo games on this package, so yeah. I think they could. So it'd be all over that kind of thing. But um, as it is, I'm not interested in the NES version of this. No. Makes you wonder though, like if they did the SNES version, which seems very plausible, you know, like doable. But could they then move up to the N64? Could that? Could they do that? Could they get those kind of games into that mini system like that? I don't know. I mean, the games, they're 64-bit, weren't they? So the memory needed wouldn't be huge. No. But, I don't know. That's, yeah. that, they would, I think that would be a lot more money. Yeah. Because you'd be looking at um, the cost they'd be taking a hit on because potentially you could buy all these games we don't need this little console you could buy all these games on a Wii or a Wii U and just skip on the big nostalgia kick with the little console you could just buy the like cherry pick the ones you actually want save yourself loads of money because you probably won't want all of these it's so much sad you should look into doing really you know with the um... Sega yeah, they should look if this ta- if this does really well, which it looks like it's going to do well for Nintendo. Then Sega should look at doing it with a Mega Drive. I don't know if they already have. I don't think they have, but yeah, it's a good idea. I don't know. Yeah, they probably we probably see one in about half a year, a year's time. Yeah, because I know that you can get these little systems that play a load of Sega games, but I think it, that might do well for Sega, like you know, like the like the Streets of Rage collection, the Sonic collection, and you know some of the other um, exclusives they had. Yeah, people can go back and play Sonic and go, God, what the hell? Why was everyone so mad about this? I hated it. I couldn't I stand Sonic. As a kid, but otherwise, I got back to Sonic 2 and I was like, nah, this game's crap. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Right, that's our bigging up Nintendo, slagging off Sega section. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to uh, the current phenomenon, which flies in the face of our... Um, podcast name we don't go out and talk about pokemon Go, which forces you to go out and interact with people yeah you're gonna lead on this yeah because you've got a windows phone and apparently it's the only platform it's not on i wouldn't be playing it anymore because i'm not a huge man baby (laughs) (laughs) well see this is what i thought i downloaded it thought i'm not gonna open this right now i wasn't in any rush to play it downloaded it we were out and about i popped it open actually Danny's sister's other half, he had it. And he had it open. I thought, okay, I'll join in. I'll play with this, because, you know, why not? Caught my first Pokemon. It was so addictive. It's so addictive. It's crazy. I just, I, I can't get it. To talk. I can't get the, I don't understand it. Well, look, I didn't either. I didn't, I thought, this is going to blow. You're walking about looking like an absolute tool. Oh, no, well, I, well, I kind of, I, I get how people are hooked into it, but it doesn't appeal to me, like, just eating up all my days so walking around staring at my phone like we look we're zombified anyway <laughs> you know what I mean so, you may have um, noticed a few extra zombies walking around because everywhere I look now is Pokemon Go players I don't know if it passed Twitter's active users but at one point it was on course to pass Twitter's active users which is in a phenomenal amount phenomenal uh-huh. honestly I went to a uh, park um, in Derby I went to a park here called Mark Eaton Park and there was um uh, we were sat having a picnic. We were getting ready to leave. I opened up the app and thought, oh, someone's dropped a Pokemon lure over there by that Pokestop. Pokestops are where you go. They're like 
not landmarks, but like almost like local landmarks. There's one near me of like um, a bench that's carved out of wood and it's in the shape of a big oak leaf. That's my nearest one. Yeah. So if you if I walk past there, I can open the poker. When I'm in the vicinity of it, I can open the stop and spin it on screen, spin the picture of it. And um, it will generate like poke balls and revives and other things, which I haven't figured out what they're for yet. <clears throat> anyway, someone dropped a lure, which you can get um, at this stop. And it attracts Pokemon, so you get more Pokemon than normal. And I went over and sat on the bench. And then uh, the guy I was with came over and sat on the bench. And then some uh, chavvy mums with pushchairs walked past. And they all got their phones out and were like, oh, I've got Pokemon, I've got Pokemon. I was like, oh my god. Three chavvy mums with pushchairs are playing Pokemon Go. What the hell has happened? It's a chavvy game confirmed. Chavvy game confirmed. Yeah, but when I sat down on the bench, and I, I can't be 100% sure, that there was an old lady, must have been like over 60, with her iPhone, and she was. I, I reckon she was playing. I can't be sure, but I reckon she was playing. <laughs> and then this other guy came over after the chavvy mums walked on, and he sort of saw what we were doing, looked at me, and sort of smiled, and I went, Oh, yeah, and he went, Hello. All a bit sheepish, and then some other people came and sat behind the bench to take advantage of the lure. They were just playing with the Pokemon, and so many people. Mm. I couldn't believe it. It's like literally everyone is playing Pokemon Go all around the park, everywhere I looked. And you can tell it's not just people looking at their phones, you can tell they're looking at their phones and they're looking around in a sort of more sort of where am I going type way more than the sort of looking where they're they're not walking into people they were looking for things it's, it's unbelievable I can't believe how much it's caught on I mean me as a gamer I thought it was going to be a bit you know very niche yeah I mean you can tell from the news it's completely blown up yeah I mean I wonder if it, how long the um, that will last you know with a lot of people That'd be interesting to see. You know, whether it's like a, a two, three, four week thing with some people and they're like, yeah, I'm done now, I'm fed up, I've hit that paywall. Could be. I think if you don't live in, or if you don't naturally get on your feet much and walk about, it might it might start to drop off for you. But if you mm-hmm. if your job involves walking about or you know that every day you're going to pass a poke stop or a few poke stops and you can get the things that you may necess- you might have to pay for if you didn't go to poke stops regularly. Yeah. Then potentially it could it could maintain this. Have you seen Nintendo's stock prices? They jumped the biggest single day jump since nineteen eighty four or something. Yeah, I saw something along the line headlines like about it on um Eurogamer. Yeah, I mean to be honest, that stock has probably taken a massive battering recently. Yeah. And this isn't a Nintendo game. It's, it's not. It's um, Pokemon Company, and I think it quite. I think you pronounce it Niantic or something. That's yeah. the two companies that are, have made the game. Nintendo are just big investors in um, the Pokemon Company. That's why everything yeah. Pokemon appears on Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I saw a couple of tweets saying Nintendo does it again. I was thinking, but Nintendo doesn't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't going to get into an argument with people on it, but I was just like reading all these funny posts, and it's just like, oh, I only need someone. I don't know if you saw my tweet the day it came out, and people was like, trust Nintendo to innovate again and get everybody playing games. And I was like, but it's not really innovation, is it? Because it's been done. It's just they've they've taken this company's taking it a step further with GPS 
Yeah. I mean, the GPS stuff's been done, they call it geotagging, don't they? That's been yeah. done. It's just not been done on this scale with something already yeah. in the mainstream popular consciousness like Pokemon. I think the funniest thing about it all that I've is keep hearing about all these people having accidents while playing it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Someone got killed today, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, he was trying to find a Pokemon and apparently it was in someone's house, so he went inside and the bloke shot him dead. Well, that's just stupid and I'm guessing America. <laughs> no, um, Guatemala or something like that. And Guatemala? Something like that. I can't, I can't pronounce it, but um, I can't remember the exact place, but... Um, yeah, shot him and then shot his cousin or brother or something like that, and he's injured. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it set that they won't appear? Can they pop up in people's houses or back gardens, or is it just on high street? You know, on main streets. They pop up anywhere. A girl's telling me that she had one and it was in the road, and I was like, "Well, how was you meant to get that?" And she went, "Because you have to get close." She she reckons. She said, no, yeah, see, you but, don't have to. As soon as it pops up on your map. Mm-hmm you can tap the Pokemon and you'll go into that sort of catching mechanism. Yeah. But if it hasn't popped up, then then you don't. You're just walking about and it'll pop up randomly. Yeah. So it may have popped up where you were stood in the road, but you can walk out of the road and then tap the Pokemon. Yeah, but you shouldn't be walking in the road. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, exactly. Yeah, if you're crossing the road, don't look at your phone. But I reckon there's been like a, a, a lot of people run over just... Um... Just not paying attention. So, I mean, I know that happens with mobile phones anyway, but I just think bloody hell, they. Yeah, I mean, my mum knew someone when she was uh, school age who walked under a bus reading a magazine. Yeah. You know, it happens. <laughs> yeah. People need to just be a bit more aware of their surroundings. And the first yeah. thing, when you boot up the Pokemon app, let me get the word in right and boot it up. Um... Uh, Niantic, Pokemon Company, and then any second now, it's going to tell me the, the big warning. Remember to be alert at all times. Stay aware of your surroundings. And there's a big red yeah. exclamation mark. So, I mean, yeah. they're aware of that. I mean, this is, I don't know, it's the press catch on to the weirdest things, don't they? All the mainstream press, I think, has been quite negative. It's been like, oh, girl finds dead body. And they've got yeah, like a, they've, they've, well, they've apparently twice. A girl has found a dead body twice. Not a different girl, I think. Otherwise, I'd be yeah. a bit suspicious. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, but that's not negative, I don't think. She's just found a dead body, but she didn't do anything. Yeah, it, I mean, it kind of what I think what they might be employing is that, or, you know, like, uh, pointing towards the fact that she's probably uh, walking dead some, somewhere that, you know, like, not staying sleazy, but. Somewhere probably not so safe for it to find a dead body. I mean, it depends. You find a dead body in the morning when you come back from town. Exactly. But um, it's little things I saw this one today about a guy who was trying to catch a Pokemon or find a Pokemon while driving his car and driving to a police car. (laughs) Really? But this is it. Okay, don't do it when you're driving. Don't do it when you're crossing the road. Don't, Don't do it if you know you're walking into a seriously rough part of town. Yeah. But yeah, it's good it's, fun. And yeah, I, personally, me personally, I've only bumped into nice people. Yeah. Who have been a bit awkward when they said hello. I mean, I get why some people really um, like it, but for me, it just doesn't tick any boxes at all. It just, it's another free to play game that I've got no interest in. Yeah, okay. 
I think it. I think you could get quite into it. No. Because <laughs> what did you do once you got them? Say again. What did you do once you got this Pokemon? Just like the normal game, you you catch you catch a Pokemon, and then if you keep catching the same Pokemon, like the same type, you yeah. get um, special like sweet treats, and you can use them to train them up and eventually evolve them. And once you've evolved them, there are gyms. You ever play Pokemon? No. Okay, so there's got the, in the games are what you call like a gym, and it's not like know. a, it's not like um, not like a where you go to work out. It's where you go to train your Pokemon. Um, and there's always like a gym leader, boss of the gym, and you you take your five Pokemon and you fight his five Pokemon and take control of the gym. Now in Pokemon Go, you can leave your Pokemon at certain points called gym points. Yeah. And then people can come with their Pokemon and try and take them out. And if you've got a big boss Pokemon, he'll be head of that gym. Yeah. Now, somehow, the gyms around me and around Derby City Centre, I've got some insane Pokemon. People must have been spending some serious cash. Yeah. I'm not spending a penny. I'm keeping it free. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, there's some insane Pokemon already in place at the gyms. And the only way to earn in-game currency is to... um. I'd go and fight at gyms, but I haven't done one yet because I'm nowhere near ready. I've only evolved two Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's just fun walking around and finding the Pokemon. It's good. I like it. <laughs> it's not for me by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You and Harrison can have fun going out hunting Pokemon. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no. So no, no, it's been on my shoulders that I've had the phone. I could go out and hunt Pokemon or I could just, just go out and play football. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Think of it like that, and then it to me it makes more sense. I don't know. You should give it a go. Well, you can't because you've got a Windows phone. Well, it's just not like that, but to be fair, I wouldn't if I had no phone anyway. Uh, Sorry, you wouldn't even try it. No, because it sends dog, dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. No, it just doesn't sound like it's mine. Cup of tea. I didn't think it was mine either, Dave. And I've never been big on Pokemon. Well, I had the red and blue. Or I had blue. Never bothered. Like, see you how know, some people got both cartridges? They could collect all 151 Pokemon or whatever. I never bothered. I just had the red, blue cartridge. Played it, finished it. I'm not even sure if I caught them all. And never touched a Pokemon again. That was it. I was done. But then they pulled me back yeah. in, Dave. They pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun. <clears throat> Right, let's leave Pokemon there. Let's leave it there. I've got nothing else to say on that subject. Yeah, it's just me going on and on and on about a game that everyone's already heard too much about. Um, let's talk about... Was there any other news, or should we jump straight into Stranger Things? Um, nothing really. A few release dates, nothing big. Abzu comes out, I think it's the 12th of August. I saw... Um, if you pre-order uh, it, you get £2.50, I think. Yeah, I saw that. I saw Paz tweeted out that it was a good price I retweeted and, and liked it I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that when I finish this podcast mm, I'm not sure what I'm, I want it but I'm not sure I'm going to buy it straight away I don't think I think this is going to be like Journey it's not going to go free yeah no it's not you think it's going to go free no I don't think it is no I don't think it's going to go free but I'm not I don't feel like I'm in the rush to buy it straight away either I don't think it's going to go cheap for a while either though. Um, we should just quickly mention the Tomb Raider has been announced, shouldn't we? Which one? The you know the one that's been Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's coming to PS4. You've have heard about this, haven't you? 
You mentioned this last podcast that it had a release date, or that it was still coming. No, it's, it's still coming. All the DLC that's been released is included. It's going to have a special VR mission. <sighs> you can you can play it normal. You can play it in VR. Um, I did not and, know this, Dave. And it's going to have all character models from like Tomb Raider one, two, and three, so you could play it with like a very polygon hexagon hexagon hexagonal combination. <laughs> 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 What is it? I don't even know what words you're trying to say. You know, when it's got all the pointy polygons from the PS1 days, you can play as the game or parts of the game in those models, apparently. Oh, no one's going to do that. <laughs> it's coming out, I think it is October, October or November. I can't remember, bang on the top of my head. But there's a mode in there which does sound good. I think it's called Endurance or something like that. And it's basically like a survival mode where you, You'll have waves of enemies, but you also need to replenish health by hunting and, um, you know, like killing animals and feeding yourself and stuff that to stay alive. Like, is that like and a multiplayer be, game? I think it's going to be a co-op mode, that possibly. Oh, that sounds good. That'd be awesome. Mm, I'm really looking forward to this. I raced yeah. it charted and I, I enjoyed it, but it did lack that. I don't know. It lacked I something. That one day one, not because of what they did. But um, I don't know. I just I don't, I don't think I've got the urge to watch that. Tommy X Mafia Three is out just after it, and I've got way more interest in Mafia Three than I've got playing. zero interest in Mafia Three. So you can get. I that. love Mafia Three. I did. It. That means we can talk about two different games. That'd be good. Yeah, that's good. I like the VR thing. Sounds interesting. What did they say? What it was. I think it's um, 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 about Smith in the uh, mansion. Oh, okay. Like the Batman thing, maybe. Like the what? The Batman VR thing, that little short <clears throat> thing. Oh, I'm sure about that, but he basically said you, haven't, you can play it in normal without the VR as well. Okay, interesting. I can't wait for VR. VR, so excited! <laughs> I've had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I'm staring at this little Nintendo console on my screen. It's delicious. It's so small. It's, it's so cute. If Nora was a bit older... I might She's hate playing games like that now. I know, that's the thing, isn't it? Although, they're coming... They're like, you, like you mentioned all the time, they make games that look like this on purpose now. Mm. Speaking of making things look like they're a bit older... Stranger Things. Look at that. That's, segue. Segue. That's my segue. That's my first proper official <laughs> on the cuff, on the fly segue. Yeah, boy. Right, let's talk about Stranger Things. Excellent. TV series, Netflix. We're going to spoil it big time. We're, oh, we're only up to episode four. Well, we're only going to yeah. do one, two, and three, but someone, Dave, no, we would have reviewed the whole season, but someone couldn't keep up the pace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so but I want to spread it out. Got people keep keep them coming back to the podcast, Dave. Those people that don't listen. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Stranger Things set in nineteen eighty three, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, a story about four kids. Should we start with episode one and just talk like build it up? So it's four kids. They're playing D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. Have you ever played D&D? I'd say D&D and then Dungeons and Dragons. 
Well, people <laughs> want to know what D&D is. Yeah, well, you're just trying to sound cool, ain't you? Yeah, like, yeah, I know what D&D is. Believe me, no, what <laughs> D&D is does not make you cool. <laughs> played it. Never played it. No, nor have I. But yeah, they're playing D&D. And then they all split off because it's late. They all go home. Yeah. So they all go home. And then one kid is going home. I can't remember why he comes off the road, but he's on his bike and he gets off. Why does he get off the? Why does he get off, Dave? When does he get off? He gets off the does bike he... and goes into the wood, doesn't he? But I can't remember why. Yeah. Oh, because something's in the road. It scares the crap out of him. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah. So he runs off into the woods, never to be seen again. Well. Episode four. Well, he's not really looking to taking a shortcut back to his house, isn't he? That way, because he gets back to his house, doesn't he? And then he um, he sees it coming to the door, and then he oh, yeah, runs into right. the shed. Yeah, I've completely forgotten already. It was only two days ago. You better tell this story, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, he runs into the shed, and this creature, kind of this thing, I should say. He's um, it's lurking outside as far as he knows. But what he doesn't realise at this point is, which I think most people will probably gather. If I can gather, it, I think most people will. Is that <laughs> this thing somehow can um, works in the shadows? It just pops and, up where it wants, doesn't it? Really, or it seems to. Yeah, and but you obviously you've seen the scene with Bob, haven't you? When Bob's episode three. Yeah, and it's kind of like a parallel... It's not a parallel dimension, but it kind of seems like she's in like a shadow world of our world. Yeah, very that's Silent that's Hill. And that's how I... Yeah, that's how I was like kind of reading it anyway, that this creature kind of lives between two dimensions, mm. even though it might not be two dimensions. I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it, to be honest. It's like Zelda with the light and dark world. Yeah, so he loads up this gun. Um, is it, what's his name again? Um, Will. The young kid. Yeah, the one that goes missing is Will. Yeah, well, so Will kind of loads up this rifle, doesn't he? And um, thinking, obviously, it's going to come through the door, he's going to shoot it, and then the light does it come back on? Goes off, comes back on, and then you kind of hear it coming up behind him. Yeah, it just flickers, doesn't it? Yeah, but we don't really we don't know what happens. But then, obviously, as the episodes progress, we find out that Will is hiding from it, and it's trying to find him in its own. Dimension. Yeah, he's trapped. Which, he's trapped in the the let's call it the dark world. Yeah, he's trapped in the dark world, <clears throat> hiding from this thing. And yeah. they do specifically say hiding, because later on a new character is introduced, another kid that they find that his three friends find while looking for Will. Yeah. Um, she's called. It is a it is a girl, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone calls her a girl. I keep thinking that sooner or later they're going to find it as a boy because it's very androgynous. You can't really tell one way or the other. It's hard on the children, especially with like the shaved head, but it is a girl. Yeah, so, yeah it's a girl with the shaved head. Turns out she's got some special abilities. Yeah. She can make things float. That's the first sort of ability you find. Telekinesis, yeah. Yeah. So they find her... And they all freak out, and then they hide her in Mike Mike's basement. basement. Mike's like the wealthy; he's got wealthy parents. He's got the big house. Yeah. Whereas Will, on the other hand, 
very much yeah, more he's wealthy. A, His family's a, a broken home, doesn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> we don't really see the other two kids' homes, do we? No. Not yet. Anyway. No. I don't think we will. No. Oh, I forgot where I was really. Oh, yeah, so they find the girl. Do they find her after? They do, don't they? She, you, you see her first after... Mm-hmm. Um, She's in they like go a, the next night, don't they? And then they find her in the rain. Most the same night. Do they find her after she runs away from the diner? We've watched yeah, too many episodes, Dave. This is why we shouldn't watch too many episodes. Yeah, it's the next night. Basically, she runs. She appears the same night as Will gets taken. She appears the same night Will gets taken. She runs to the diner, and the block from the diner is like, oh, you little rat, rascal. So, but. He, Keeps our phones up social services and they send someone around, but then obviously you get the feeling that something's not quite right. And mm. well, he's, he's asking her questions, isn't he? He's like, So, what's your name? She's being very silent, but she was in his diner stealing food, she was hungry. And then he sees a little tiny tattoo on her arm and like goes to grab her, and she pulls away. Yeah, and he's like, What is that? And then she like points at it, and it's like zero one one. And then she points at herself, he's like 11. It's like, she nods, she's like, so you're you're 11. He's very confused. Yeah. And then social services show up and knock on his door. <clears throat> he lets him in. Turns out quite quickly that they aren't social services. Whips out a massive gun. Shoots him. And he's dead. And then she runs away because she sees him getting shot. She just runs again. And that's when they find her in the woods. Yeah. It's right from the off. I was hooked. Were you? Yeah, I, 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 I liked. I thought the theme, the opening credits, the themes is absolutely brilliant. Love that music. But um, it kind of it, it ticks so many boxes. You know, it kind of it's very is it nostalgic. Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. reminds me of ET, the Goonies. Oh, it's dripping in Spielberg. Um, it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, had, he's had nothing to do with it. It's it's a couple of no, guys no. called the, the Duffer Brothers, I think. I think I've seen the name yeah. at the start. I says that to a friend. I says, if you like anything Abrams and Spielberg make, then you really have got to jump on this. And I says, even like the classics, like the John Carpenter horrors, because it's kind of got that creepiness running through it as well. Yeah. Where you kind of don't think anyone's safe, even the kids. Well, because it's... Well, this- because it's reeking of Spielberg in the 80s, I've got absolutely no doubt that all the kids will be fine. <laughs> yeah, but at one stage, you don't believe that, do you? You know about, about, about episode four? Well, we can talk about it. Because eventually, yeah, after three episodes... Okay, let's, yeah. build, let's build up to that. Or should we jump straight to it? You don't think... Look, I thought to myself, well, we know the kids aren't going to get killed, but then you find out that kid is dead and... Well, you presume he's dead. I didn't think he was, but you kind of think to yourself, bloody hell, just spoke to his mum and now he's dead. I wasn't sure, yeah, because his mum starts finds a way to communicate with him. Yeah. She, She's really good as the crazy nut, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, Renata Ryder. She's brilliant. Um, yeah, the lights are popping in and out of her house, and that's a sign that this, this monster thing is near. It seems to mess up the electricity. The Very poltergeist, isn't it, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another 80s reference. <laughs> But yeah, the light's going in and out. So she, like, cottons onto the fact that this is, like, his presence. Will's around. Well, she connects it with Will, not the monster. 
So yeah. she rigs up Christmas trees lights everywhere in the house and uses them to like he can Will seems able to light them up and guide it around the house to different points. Yeah. Very clever. And she's so she's communicating to him through that. And at one point she makes like a big electrical uh Ouija board. She puts right. Christmas lights uh drapes across the wall and writes letters underneath them. So he can spell out, he can highlight letters and spell out what to do. She's like, where are you? He's like, right here. And then yeah. she, does she say, what should I do? And he just puts, run. And she runs from the house. Because yeah. <laughs> this thing also starts coming out of the wall. She like pushes through the wall. And reminiscent yeah. of... Um, Nightmare on Street. Say again? That was like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, was that what it reminded you? It reminded me of, um, is it The Frighteners? Was that, uh, yeah. that Peter Jackson movie? Yeah, but you got to think 80s. Yeah, I know, yeah, but that's what it reminded me of. Sort of like yeah. sort of stretching the wall and pushing forward. Have you never seen that? In, have you never seen Not Run Elm Street? I don't know if I have. I've seen one of them, definitely. The one where Freddy pulls the veins out of some kid and uses them as puppet strings and walks them off a oh, building. There's nothing custom like that. Well, in the first film, I can't remember the characters' names in that book. She's asleep in a bed, I think, or I don't know if she's making love to Johnny Depp. One or the other. And it, it, come, it takes this like wide angle shot and you can just see him stretching the wall behind, pushing against it. And I was like, yeah. when, he, when I saw that, I was like, fucking hell, that's horrible. <laughs> and we see it like, and then the second time when the little girl's in the room, it starts to come. I was like, shit, please don't let him take that girl. And then. Are you <sighs> about, you're about Stranger Things now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that did, that creeped me out of it. That didn't. I find it very creepy. I just find that it ticks so many boxes. It's just, it's, it's a compelling viewing. Yeah, I but didn't just, think it was going to be this scary. Like I didn't think it was gonna, I didn't think it was going to be this scary. Because Danny's watching no. it with me, and she won't watch anything scary. Nothing. I don't know if you've seen the poster for it, like, but it's very eighties. Um, very well, obviously eighties, but it's very it reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street, big time. I did it. it reminded me of like Goonies and Star Wars because it's like that sort of yeah. that drawn. It's not like a picture; it's drawn. Yeah, well, I'll look at the Nightmare on Elm Street poster and then I'll have a look at it, and you'll probably be thinking, you know what? He's right. That is very um, <laughs> similar. But maybe that was just an eighties thing. Maybe they all look like that a little bit. I think they did. I think that sort of drawn and like, uh, well, it's like a yeah. montage of the characters, isn't it? With the main one big at the front, very Star yeah. Wars. It's brilliant. It takes, oh, it's so good. So, um, uh, I, think, I think a couple of the lads are that great. Like, um, um, is it Dustin, the black lad? Yeah. You don't like him? He's No, he's nice, but he's very obnoxious. And I think to myself, like, why would anyone be friends with this kid? <laughs> Danny, he, he's annoying. Danny as well. went, oh, that one's ridiculous. I, I, I yeah. like him. I, think, I like all the kids. I think they're all they do acting really brilliantly. He's brilliant. Which one? Speech impediment kid. Yeah. Well, he's got his front teeth are missing. He does give it a name in the uh, show, dyspraxia or something. Well, not that, but something like that. It gives it like the medical yeah. name. And basically, he's lost his front teeth and his his uh, adult teeth aren't growing through, but they will eventually. Because yeah. all these kids get bullied at school because they're all massive D&D fans, yeah. probably. <laughs> so, where, so, I know like, we haven't finished it yet, but where do you think it's going? Well, in, the, in episode four, we know the rider's character, the mum of the missing kid. You see Will for a little bit, don't you, in the wall? 
Yeah. She peels back the wallpaper and uh, oh, we haven't spoken about the uh, <laughs> the big weird science lab in the middle of this town that's causing lots of problems. <laughs> yeah, because the the um, social services that come looking for Eleven, who they call L, the girl with the powers. Yeah, <clears throat> she was a detainee there, wasn't she? She was a detainee there. Yeah, we keep seeing flashbacks of her time there, where they, it reminded me a little bit of um, Beyond the PlayStation Three game. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, where they've got, like... I mean, she's called it 11, so I'm guessing there's 10 others and maybe some more later. And they're, like, mm-hmm. training them up, giving them... Military yeah, military yeah, something like that. They've got her listening in to people who aren't anywhere near her and repeating what they're saying. She's doing it with the power of her mind, making things float. Uh, and there's a character there who she calls Papa. Uh, probably yeah. probably not her dad but they've probably had her since birth and grown up knowing that this is her father figure who's doing yeah. all these experiments on her and make, turning her into this sort of weapon or super spy I'm not sure yeah weapon definitely yeah, yeah. so yeah there's lots of uh, backstory there and then the local cop as well he's got a lot going on he's yeah. just starting to piece it together yeah, really good. When he starts really to get good, yeah, into it. Yeah, I love that because <clears throat> he's he's um, struggling with his own issues. He's got a bit of a drink problem. He's his. We find out that he's lost his daughter a long time ago. I've got a funny feeling she might come back. What do you reckon? No, I don't think she will. I think that's going to be too much of a cliche. Yeah, pull yeah. the old heartstrings though. Yeah, pull the old heartstrings. Eleven could turn out to be his daughter. <laughs> it could be, yeah. They're all about the same age, aren't they? He hasn't seen it, hasn't laid eyes on her yet. So it could well be. That's what I was thinking, maybe. Depends what age you lost her at, though. Because he thinks he's looking for a missing boy, doesn't he? Well, he is. No, sorry, the boy, he thinks L is a boy. Yeah, because everyone in the diner, who he investigated that incident where... Uh, the the owner got shot and, they, and someone else said oh yeah there's, there was a kid stealing from the thing and he thinks oh god it's Will and yeah. they show him a picture of Will he's like no it's definitely not Will <clears throat> mm. so that's an interesting angle mm. and he do, he plays a role well like when he has to perform that autopsy himself I mean you could you could really see like he was struggling with that scene yeah yeah he's really like he, good because cause they find Will's body and you think oh like you said you think oh my god he he is dead. What the hell is yeah. going on? But then you find out that the guy who did the autopsy wasn't the local guy. He was sent away and yeah. six six state guys came and did it. Yeah, that's when you know immediately. Yeah, he does a little bit of digging, finds out that it's all a bit weird, and he breaks into the morgue, pulls out the body, makes him very upset looking at it, and then he takes out his knife and cuts into his stomach, and he's just full of... Um, Cut them all. Cotton wool, yeah, stuffing. I think that's called wadding for you sewers out there. <laughs> it's just stuffed like a stuffed toy. Yeah. Fantastic. He touched him, he put his hand in him and he looked confused. I'm guessing he wasn't cold or... No, he was just... Yeah, he cut him open. And Will's mum already said, that is not my son. Yeah. There's no way that's my son but no one believed him. Because there's another whole story going on as well. There's so many threads. It's so con- This so yeah. could not have been a movie and been this good and deep. 
because exactly yeah. it is basically like a dragged out 80s kind of it's got so many elements hasn't it like it's horror it's sci-fi it's kind of like in a way adventure with the boys and that what they're doing yeah but uh, you say it just wouldn't do it justice no because they've got one movie almost with the kids and the uh, L. They've yeah. got this whole other storyline going on with his mum, which is obviously closely tied into that. But then the brother, Will's older brother, and her other her, yeah. her older son, obviously, he's um got a weird relationship or wants a relationship with Mike's older sister. Mike's yeah. one of the one of the boys. And that's developing along nicely as well because uh, Barb, her friend, the older sister's friend. I don't know the older sister's name. What's her name? The older sister? Yeah. Is it Nancy? Yeah, Nancy Wheeler. Nancy Wheeler. Yeah, she's got a friend called Barb. They're at a party. Um, the older brother was looking for the for his uh, brother. The party's going on in this massive house just over there. He hears a noise, thinks maybe his brother goes to see it taking some pictures, and he gets on film, this other girl going missing, an older girl. Yeah. She, uh, Barb, she goes missing too, doesn't she? Do you think she's properly gone? Do you think she didn't hide well yeah. enough from the thing? She catches her, doesn't he? He, he does see, catches Yeah, he catches her, he definitely gets her, because you see, that's where we think the dark and light world, that's how we sort of discover this, because she goes missing at the pool. Yeah. At the start of the next episode, you see her, and she's in the pool, but there's no water and it's decaying and it's decrepit and it's, yeah. it's gross. And she's trying to get out of the pool and she climbs up the ladder and you see this little flash of this thing. It's like this big thing with long limbs and no face. Yeah. And it yanks her back into the pool and you don't see her again. And I think she's done a very poor job of hiding because <laughs> L seems to be able to communicate with Will or know what he's thinking or what he's doing. Of course, you have that scene where that guy goes into that world, don't you, through the... Yeah, that was episode four. Kind of horrible, like... Yeah, back in, back in the lab, they seem to have a portal, don't they, or a doorway. Doesn't he? And, he, and he's, he's, he kind of embraces that he's stuck to this machine. Winch, his winch comes back all bloodied. So you're kind of thinking, well, if he's dead, then there's very little chance Barb is a lot Barb's alive as well. Yeah. Is he dead though, or is that just sort of goo from that world, and he's, he's just well, got him yeah. captive? It could be like a Super 8, where he's kind of maybe trying to cocoon them, harvest them. Mm. So, I mean, so what do you think's happening? Because this, the girl who does telekinesis, and this big monster, what, how is that connected? I mean, they both I come from the lab. I think there's an experiment, a bit like the mist, where they've been dabbling with, um, you know, like, science to try and open a portal or some something of that kind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like <laughs> like Half-Life. Yeah, and it's gone wrong, and it's gone bad, basically. They know it can't come out through that or something, but the, I don't know. It's just so confusing, but at the same time, I do think it's got to be some sort of parallel dimension or... It definitely is. I just don't know how they're going to get... how Will's going to get out and how they're going to... Um close it yeah I think well it might not be a one-off but I think this is probably a one-off series well no I'm not going to say anything what 
No, I can't say nothing because it will ruin it. It won't ruin it, but it will take a bit of the edge off you. Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, I do think it'll be, well, I hope it's a one-off series, and if they decide to make us another one, maybe a different you know, setting <laughs> altogether. Maybe leap forward a few years, because it's obviously set in the early 80s. Mm. That is so good. Yeah, it is. It is. And like I said earlier, the music in it's fantastic. You mean the, the actual soundtrack? Because there's been loads of old British bands, really, haven't they? Like The Clash. And... I mean, the music that they use in it's fine, but it's really good as well. But the actual opening theme, I love it. It's good, isn't it? I noticed yeah. when I was watching it tonight that it is very 80s in its style. But they've, oh, yeah. they've added some 80s elements too. Like It looks like it's shot on film. There's like little flicks of white in the black. You, mm. you probably might not have noticed it, but it just adds a little bit to it. It's so good. Strange. Yeah, not, it looks like the old LucasArts logo. It's that sort of text. Yeah. Very 80s. Yeah, there is in that, like you said, in that opening shot, the um, theme, you can see little bits of, like you say, white flickering in it and that. It's really clever. Yeah, very, very it's good. That old feeling, doesn't it? They've absolutely nailed the, the, um, the setting. Like the oh. the nostalgia element, the the eighties thing is nothing out of place. It's all perfect. It's kind of serious. I'm surprised Netflix have just released all at once, unless they know people get, you know, because say I watch Scream on Netflix as well. That's like one every week. But then something like Stranger Things comes in. It's like boom, have it. There you go, have it all. Same with Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil and um, like Better Call Saul was drip fed as well. But maybe it's because Netflix make those shows, whereas like Scream, I don't think it's made by Netflix. They kind of like have rights to it, so maybe they can only air the episode 10, oh, 12 days after the... Maybe. Maybe it's very close to when it went out on telly. Yeah. Mm. But um, if it ever comes out to buy, because Daredevil's just come out to buy two years after the fact, so if this pops up two, three years from now, I'll be buying this definitely from what I've seen so far. I can't see it can... What do you mean if you're buying it? You got it on Netflix. What? It would be on Netflix. No, no, no. I have to have stuff like this. I have to have it. <laughs> Collector. <laughs> Order. Order, yeah. No, just... Um, just hit so, tick so many boxes, as I said before. Just... Yes, it's, it's they've just taken... They've cherry-picked all these excellent things from the 80s. Stirred it together, sprinkled it with some modern storytelling techniques. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you, I mean, that's only the first four episodes. You can watch that and still enjoy it, even knowing what's going on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and carry on because it's fantastic. If you weren't sure, and we haven't ruined it completely, yeah. like in two weeks' time, or maybe we'll do one in a week's time, another podcast, and just just finish it up. Oh, I'm sure we're going to smash through this in a week. It's very good. You could do it in a couple of days, it's that good. Mm, yeah, you could easily. In fact, most people listening, if they've if they've started it, they're probably ahead of where we are. Yeah. I mean, I would be, if I wasn't waiting for you, slow coach. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping it would be drip-fed and we could do this without yeah. the risk of anyone being much further ahead. But it's all out there, all eight episodes, so... Yeah, I see a lot of people tweeting like how good it was. So they've obviously finished it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent show. I could mention Ghostbusters. I've got to watch that. Have you seen the film? Yeah. 
Oh, brilliant. Do that. Oh, Was it crap? No. I oh, loved it. You loved it? I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. You were down on Ghostbusters. Say again? You were completely down on Ghostbusters. I was because, not because, you know, the women or anything like that. I just thought the trailers looked poor. And, you know, I was like, oh, it just doesn't look funny. You know, it, it doesn't look interesting. It's not drawing me in. And then it got close and I was like, well, you know what? I really want to see it either way. <laughs> so I watched the original with the kids on the Monday and I haven't got Ghostbusters 2. So. You're a little girl, watch Ghostbusters 1. You are. Yeah. You isn't that a bit old for her? Did she oh. love it? Yeah, she loved it. She wanted to watch it again straight after. <laughs> um, so I said, so I did, let's, I'm going to buy some tickets. So I took us all out, I paid for the tickets and all that. I thought, I'll treat the kids and the missus. And then um, bought it all. And we um, went in. And then about 15 minutes in, <laughs> the first ghost pops up. And you proper shit me off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, proper, like... It's kind of like floating around, she's talking to it, and then it just changes into this like horrible school thing. And like, my daughter jumped, my son jumped, daughter jumped. Like, like, oh, like the library, look. like the library in the yeah. first case, like the librarian. It was a bit like that, yeah. It was a bit like that. And I was like, oh shit, what have we done here? She's gonna start. <laughs> and she wasn't, she was fine. And there wasn't nothing really scary after that. There was a couple of creepy parts. How old is your little girl? Five? Four. <laughs> no, I would be breaking it, my little girl, who's also four. She would not be up for that. No, but uh, it's not scary, to be fair. You know, she loved it, even though the, some of the girls look really horrible because they're advanced CGI in those now. And, um, like, the electric, the one who, be, who was electrocuted in the electric chair mm. in the subway, he's quite horrible, which that didn't bother her. Um, You've got a horror fan on your hands right there. Um, probably <laughs> possibly it's yeah, so it's just creepy in parts but I think she under, I think she gets what CGI I think she understands it's not real more than my son does because my son's like is that really happening and I'm like no 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 but she <laughs> questions like that because she's like you know what I mean but back to the film like uh, is, the, it are, is it PG P, PG is it 12A where you get 12 12, if you're 12, you can go in, but if you're under 12, you can go in with an adult. <laughs> Four years old. She's got to be the youngest person to see that in the cinema. Possibly. And then, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, look, there's jokes at four flat, but with any comedy, there's always jokes at four flat. You know, there's very few. I mean, maybe something about Mary, the first time you watch it, you probably laugh at every single joke in that film because it's like top class comedy, top draw comedy, that is. But um, there are jokes at four flat, but there's a lot of funny stuff in there as well. I mean, the interview scene with Chris Hemsworth just got funnier and funnier and funnier, and I was crying at the end of it. I <laughs> had to when it was. It just made me laugh that much. Were there cameos and, uh, by the Ghostbusters, the originals? Yeah, there were cameos, and it was all good apart from Bill Murray's. Because oh. Bill Murray's was a sceptic, and it just didn't seem right, him playing a sceptic. mm you know, when he was a Ghostbuster in the original film, for me, he should have been something like the mayor. And, yeah. you know, he could say, yeah, 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 I'm on your side, guys, do this, and you know what I mean? He could have played the eccentric mayor, but instead they had Andy Garcia, who was 
in class. He was brilliant. He's really <laughs> fun. Got his comedic timing great. I mean, there's this one team, and I, shall I tell you the team? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, spoilers. Anyone who hasn't seen Ghostbusters and is gagging. But she's Christine Rigg, I can't remember her name, it? but she's trying to convince them, the mayor, that, you, you know, he's trying to say, he's, he's thanking them for the work, but he's also saying, look, I'm going to tell everyone you're fake, but thanks for the hard work you've done, like, and it's really funny. And then she goes to this restaurant, and she's in there, and she says to him, um, you've got to evacuate the city, something terrible is going to happen, whoa, whoa, whoa. Never say that. But he's like laughing at the same time, like grinning. He's like, never say that. Never ever say evacuate the city. Like, <laughs> he's going, don't say that. Don't say that. And then she's like saying, people are going to get killed and this and that. Like, and he's like, no, no, no. Everyone's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen. And she just says to him, don't be the mayor from Jaws. Do not be the mayor from Jaws. Everybody in the cinema, to be fair, just burst out laughing. Well, anyone who's seen Jaws would burst out laughing. You get it, don't you? Yeah. I was like, the way she does it, and like, I was just like, that's class. That was just, because it was so like, simple and stupid that it was brilliant, if that makes sense. Yeah. I suppose the way she delivers it as well. Which character did that? You are. Which character said that? Christine Rigg, the tall, thin one from Bridesmaids. Yeah. And um, they've all got really good funny lines, but like I say, I can't. I don't really want to. I want to tell you, but I don't want to tell you the Chris Hemsworth interview because it just. No, don't, don't, had, don't. Because I probably no, will see this at some point. Yeah, you, and it just had me in tears, like the way he did it, and just he was quite funny in it as well. And the CGI was spectacular, to be fair. Um, the new weapons they come up with for the Ghostbusters were really cool as well. I just liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought they all had good cameos. This part from Bill Murray, um, Dan Aykroyd's in it very quickly. Um, Harold Ramis has probably got the best. He's just like a bust in the university, and he just sees oh. like he's and it's really like clever. Yeah, and obviously um, that's a nice touch. Yeah, I can't remember his name there, um, but he pops up at the end. Dan Aykroyd. No, Dan Aykroyd pops up in the third bit. Of Towards the end, and then um, what's the black guy's name? The Ghostbuster, Winston. Yeah, Winston. That's it. He pops up right at the end, and then there's like some some scenes during the credits about them working with the new technology, and then at the very end, once all the credits are rolled, there's one more scene which is really good. Don't spoil it. Is it a spoilery type thing? Yeah, it's a big spoiler, so I won't mention oh, that. Yeah, don't mention that. <laughs> it's because like, they've got a. Um, Stay Puff pops up as well, which is, and Slimer, and you know they've got all the stuff from the original in there, the nostalgia, which is great. I really, really enjoyed it, <clears throat> which I was shocked about because on the day after I bought the tickets, I was like, you know what, this is going to be crap, and I've just wasted like thirty pounds. <laughs> but I came out and I was like, my well, missus says to me, "Did you enjoy that?" I says, "You know what, I really, really liked that. I thought it was brilliant." That's good. So your missus didn't go and see it. She did, yeah. She asked me when we was on the way out. She's like, did you enjoy it? And I was like, yeah. She said, yeah. She said, yeah, it was good. Cool. I mean, I said to my, my friend, says to me, oh, but would it have been better if they'd had men in? I says, no. I says, because I can't name four male actors. Who could have made it as funny as those? Mm. It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't. Was it was well, a big deal made of fact that about, did they make a big I deal of the fact film, that I think in one scene, they actually read a couple of the troll lines they got on the internet in there. Did they? Yeah, and That's it was kind hilarious. of like, 
I'm sure they did. I'm sure at one point she's reading some fan feedback about a book or something in there, and she, she reads this line, and it sounds like one of the internet trolls, which was quite fa- quite a famous one. Like they all like you know replied to it and stuff, mm. and um, I was like, yeah, that's that's if it is, that's clever, really mm. funny, very good. But they're all good. They're, like I say, all four women. I didn't I didn't know the other two girls. The um, tall, the both work on SNL apparently. But there was, the both had some really funny lines. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm buying it when it comes out, definitely. I loved it. I really did. Really, really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see the extra features as well and see how they did it all because it's a really, really good-looking film. So how, does yeah. it, how did it stand with uh, Ghostbusters original and Ghostbusters original 2? Well, I watched the original on Monday and it is still a class film. The special effects were obviously um, dated. Very dated, badly, really bad. Set for staple, that still looks pretty good. Um, it's not as good as the original, but what is? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's trying to reboot Gremlins. It, you know they could probably do a great job of it, but you're never going to catch that capture that magic again. What made it? You know what I mean? Mm. That's why they're struggling with stuff like Goonies and other eighties franchises. Are they trying to reboot Goonies? Yeah, they want to. Re- I don't know if it's going to be a reboot or a sequel, but either way, to revisit that kind of, it's going uh, to be tough. Why don't they just like, um, like uh, Stranger Things? Just do a new thing that just like not apes it, but pays homage to, and do your own thing. Don't take the same. They're just trying to cash in on the name Goonies, aren't they? Basically. Yeah, they want to get all those. They want to get the new. They want to get parents in, don't they? Bring in the kids in and stuff like that. They're hoping that will work. Yeah, but um, I, I just think like I've anyone who's asked me, I says you've got to go and see it to make your own mind up because I didn't have a problem with it at all. I thought it was a really good film. Mm. You know, you got if you give it a chance and go, you might just enjoy it. I've, I've never had a problem with it. I just, I don't know. You know, my biggest problem was I always said the trailers look crap. Mm, I think the trailers looked alright. It's just. They just didn't do it justice because the film is, is is a good film. Yeah, I mean it was a hard sell. I'm sure younger people who didn't have don't have that original Ghostbusters yeah. as high. Um, I'm sure they all love it. I'd be that's all they were all looking forward to it and hyped about it and weren't too bothered about the fact that it was girls and weren't too bothered about the fact that it was a reboot of an old thing because they're looking at it as a new thing because they haven't got. They probably maybe dug it out and watched it. That's why I wanted to take my kids as well because I wanted them to like have these experiences, these like the films that I loved as kids. I want them to have that kind of experience that they can have films that they're very passionate about, like I am. Yeah. And um, hopefully, you know, the, there's a lot more good films made these days than there was back in there. The, yeah, well, back in the eighties, nineties. Mm. So hopefully, they will. Yeah. I'm taking Nora to see a Studio Ghibli film at the cinema. I can't remember Ooh. which can't remember which one I'm doing. They're running they're running a whole bunch of them at, um Which uh, one? I just find them a bit too deep for kids at times, do you know what I mean? I think adults get more from them than children. It's one I haven't seen. I don't know I don't know what it, I can't remember what it's called. Better not be Grave of the Fireflies. No, I've seen that. I've I've told you not to watch that, you'll be in bits. I know, I've is got it because it's it's on the list. Are you gonna classic films? I'm trying to make my way for all the classics that bit by bit. 
I think the most friendly Ghibli film I've seen for children is Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's just, it's so harmless in a way. Do you know what I mean? I know it teaches you about um, coming of age story of sorts, isn't it? And you've got that kind of scene towards the end of the boy's life and that, but it's not like um, My Neighbour to Tara, which is quite bleak when you think about it in points. Mm. It's really sad down, Totara is. But yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, it is, I suppose. There's some <laughs> harrowing moments. My daughter, yeah. my daughter loves that. She loves Totara. Yeah, especially when she goes missing and the kind of uh, breaking the lake, is it, and stuff like that. And it's like, oh my God. And they find a shoe, don't they? Or a shoe. Yeah. It's like, it dismays. Like, no, it's not maze. Yeah. And the mum's in hospital with something that never really gets dived into too deeply, but it's obviously quite serious. Is it cancer, do you think, the way they... Yeah, I think so, because she keeps looking like she's getting better and she's going to come home and then they keep cancelling it, so I reckon that's probably chemo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's deep. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think Kiki's is the most um, kid-friendly. And Ponyo, Ponyo's quite friendly as well, to be fair. Yeah, Ponyo's good. It's, that's just the little mermaid in a different skin. Yeah. A very, is, very yeah. Japanese skins. Fantastic skin. Good film, though. Really good film. Yeah. Really it's better, better than Little Mermaid. Thing. Yeah. And nothing against Little Mermaid. My little no, girl's no, no. got I that and she likes it. It's good. To be fair, no, I wasn't blown away by that, either. Which one? Little Mermaid. No. It's like Aladdin. I watched Aladdin not long back. And um, I wasn't, uh, when I watched, rewatched it, I was like, you know what, I don't think this is as good as I remember. Oh my, Aladdin's fantastic. You take that back. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I know, sorry, I just didn't enjoy it as much as I remembered. I did when I was a child. Oh, I thought that was brilliant. Mm. Maybe I wasn't, maybe I was tired, not concentrating on now, but I... I, well, I there is that, there is the fact that you're now in your 30s. Say again? You are just in your 30s now. Yeah, that's true. Same as me. Do you like pineapple? Just on <laughs> random question. I don't like pineapple. I'm, I'm allergic to coconut. You don't like pineapple? No, I don't like pineapple. You know, the funny thing is, when I was a kid, I loved lilt. Absolutely loved lilt. <laughs> and yeah, I can't stomach it. Oh, that's weird. I ate a whole pineapple because I buy them whole. Yeah. I know, I got this, uh, my Thai, not relative, like, uh, I suppose he's like, if everyone was married who's together, he'd be my brother-in-law. But yeah. he's, um, show, he's from Thailand and he showed show me the way to cut them properly, like professionally. You hold the yeah. big spiky bit and you trim all the edge off. And there's this special way to cut and it makes like uh, spirals all around it. It's, it's really quite pretty. And it takes out yeah. all the, the little knobbly bits and you slice it up. And I ate a whole pineapple last week. Really? Like a big pineapple. I cut it yes. for me and Nora, but sure, she decided that she didn't want to try it and she doesn't like them. So I just ate it all. It was delicious. I love pineapple. <laughs> I think it's my favourite fruit. Ooh, I think mine is either grapes or oranges. Grapes are good. Yeah. Oranges? I can't eat an orange. They're, they're just not very nice. I like an orange juice. But I love oranges. I do. Tangerines. Oh. Oh, no. the little ones too, uh... no, too faffy. I like an apple, classic apple. I like apples, yeah. 
It's weird. You like um, green or red? Um, I have a mixture at the moment. Um, they like green and red. Mm. Seen them? You mean a mixed bag or an apple that is both sort of green both. and red? Look green and red, yeah. Oh no, I've not it's seen not them. Ladies. Is that an Aldi special? No, I think you get them in any supermarket. I think they're called pink ladies or something like that. Oh no, I have seen the pink ladies. I thought I'd just call them red apples. Would you call them red? Well, I, I sort of class them as both because they're not pure red. If I have to choose between red and green, I prefer green. Mm, same here. I've always had it in my head that um, green is good for your teeth and red is good for your gums. I don't know why. I <laughs> don't know. I don't think there's any truth in that, is there, Dave? No. This bloke at work swears I had my teeth whitened. Really? Yeah, because I, when I see people, because, like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just small, do you know what I mean? Just small and wave people, I don't just look, put my hands up. Yeah. And he says, I saw you from off the fucking... <laughs> so I was Pete did, and Ginger started, and I says, Ginger told you to say that, because Ginger's always saying to me, you've had your teeth whitened, and I'm like, I haven't had my teeth whitened. And um, so it's like a running joke of work now. But it's not like it. the water in the West Midlands apparently has lots of fluoride in it. Oh, yeah. Which apparently makes your teeth white up. And I drink a lot of water. Yeah. But I also brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people at our place, you know, oh, man, they've got terrible gobs. Terrible, terrible. Oh, dear. What about, so, um, what about tea and coffee? Do you drink tea or coffee? Oh, yeah, I do you drink, do. You drink a lot of tea. I, I, I say that though, Ant, but I don't really drink a lot of tea. I was drinking about the other day and I might have two a day. But when I'm at work, I have one a day. I might, I have, a, I might have like one every two weeks. Yeah. I might have one every two weeks. I used to think I drank a lot of tea, but then when I started talking to people at work who drink coffee and tea, I am proper, like, bottom of the scale. Yeah. Like, I'll have, I'll have one... You know, when it's cold in the winter, I'll have one when I come in from work, and then sometimes I'll have one on the night. But at the moment, because it's hot, I'm not drinking any. I just can't stomach it. Mm. Um, sometimes on a Saturday and Sunday, if I'm in all day, I might have three cups per day. Mm. But, but there's a bloke at our work, he has four cups of tea. He gets up at five o'clock, has four cups of tea before he comes to work at seven. <laughs> Sounds like my mum. My mum drinks tea. The kettle's always on. See, I don't know whether they do that. People, to me, once I've had two or three cups, it doesn't. I can't taste the tea anymore. That's a bit weird. What I mean is, like, I've had too much of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, not appreciating it. Yeah, and the first few, like, mmm, 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 and then after a bit, you're like, you've lost the taste because you, you, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, fuck! You see that video? No, Dave, I'm, I'm not at your house. <laughs> Oh, there's a there's a guy standing in the street in Turkey and these tanks are hitting at him and he's like, stop, 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 and they don't stop and he ducks underneath them and, you know, between the rails. Yeah. It's like underneath that and he, he goes past and he gets, he gets up and, like, he survived. What, are you on the news? Yeah, about the Turkish coup. Hmm. But yeah, um... I like my fruit, but it's a, it's a double-edged sword with fruit, isn't it? Because it's good for you, but at the same time, the acids in it are bad for your teeth. Mm. And it's, like you said, lots of natural sugars, so you can have too much. Yeah. But I'll probably have two, three pieces a day. Mm. I don't know if that's too much. My dentist will tell me when I visit again. 
Do you, what about what you like with vegetables? Dave? Well, it looks like we've lost Dave. We'll have to tune in next week to find out what he's like with the vegetables. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. I've been Ant. He was Dave. Catch us on the website at wedontgoout.com. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram, both We Don't Go Out. See you next time.